Hey, Happy New Year. I so hope that your 2017 wrapped up beautifully and that already 2018 is proving to be a really great and hopeful year for you. Uh, personally, I am so excited for all that this new year holds. Um, I've got a ton of new music to share with you guys and announcements to make and projects, and I'm just really, really excited about it all. You're probably wondering why this episode isn't uh, about my upcoming Enneagram Song 3. Uh, so firstly, thank you so much for your patience. I really appreciate it. So as a matter of fact, 3 is uh, is available right now to Atlas subscribers. So if you are an Atlas subscriber, you should already have it in your inbox. And I so hope that you enjoy it. Um, and if you're not, you can subscribe right now and um, you will get it right away as well. Um, but the official release date for my new song, Three, uh, will be February 12th. And so I cannot wait for you to hear it. And along with the song, there'll be a brand new episode of this podcast uh, where I get to tell you all about how that song came together and talk about um, all things Enneagram Type 3 and, uh, and just pull the song apart. But in the very short meantime, uh, I'm so excited to tell you about a new kind of surprise piece of music that is uh, officially out everywhere today. Um, it's, a, it's a piece of music that belongs to my astronomy series of songs, which, uh, if you aren't familiar, is a series of songs inspired by upcoming astronomical events. Uh, and, and I think I've mentioned before, but one of my favorite things about that project is that uh, these songs kind of just come out of nowhere. Um, they are inspired by these astronomical events, so I have an internal calendar of different events that I'd like to, to write music for. And, uh, and, and I don't really announce them. They just sort of happen. And um, alongside each of these pieces of music is a podcast, uh, like the one you are currently listening to, explaining how it came together. So um, these astronomical-inspired uh, songs are essentially written as like a score or a soundtrack of sorts. And so this one is for the upcoming event in space, which is called A Super Blue Blood Moon. And it happens on the evening of January 31st. And if you have no clue what that is, well, it's actually a few things. Uh, it's a super moon, a blood moon, and a blue moon all happening in uh, the same night, which I think is just really, really cool. Uh, and it's it's an, it's an incredibly rare event, too. So um, folks are calling it a super blue blood moon. Uh, and um, I'm just really excited about it. So I decided to write a piece of music for it. So let's jump right into this new piece of music. And uh, I'll talk a bit more about how it came together after, uh, after we listen to it. So it is titled by the date and uh, the astronomical event name. Uh, so here it is, January 31, 2018, Super Blue Blood Moon.
So as I just mentioned, a super blue blood moon is a combination of three different lunar events happening in the same night. Uh, and you may already know some of this, but a supermoon is when a full moon is at its closest distance from the Earth in a single orbit, which means the moon will be about, I think it's only like 14% or so larger visually in the sky, um, but it's also going to be about 30% brighter, which has a, a much greater like impact on uh, on that visual. So you've seen a supermoon before. They're incredibly beautiful and um, just really, really something special. But what makes this one even more super is that it will also be a blue moon, which is uh, not actually blue at all. Um, and a blue moon just refers to uh, when two full moons occur in a calendar month. And you probably already know this, but a, a blue moon is actually not rare at all. Uh, it's It happens actually every two and a half years or so. <laughs> but um, I like the phrase once in a blue moon, and I, I think it sounds a whole lot nicer than once in a super blue blood moon. So uh, I'm going to keep using it. And lastly, and probably most notably, um, on January 31st, we will also be treated to a blood moon, uh, which is when the moon appears to have like a reddish hue. Uh, but this is actually just another name for a lunar eclipse. So there will be a total lunar eclipse on uh, on, on that evening as well. And um, I just think it's going to be really, really beautiful. It's going to be uh, an incredible and super rare uh, thing, and I, I can't wait to see it myself. I've read that it hasn't actually happened in over 150 years, but I think I think that number is actually based on where it's being viewed. So regardless, it's still super rare and um, really exciting that all of these things land on uh, the same evening. So as I read up on this whole thing, um, per usual, I tried to imagine what the experience uh, might sound like. So I watched heaps and heaps of uh, supermoon videos and lunar eclipse videos, etc., to kind of get an emotional sense of what uh, all of this might feel like to observe. Uh, but unlike the total solar eclipse of last year, which happens in a brief few minutes, this is actually a super duper slow event. Uh, it lasts all through the night, and um, and so I knew that the music needed to kind of reflect that in the in the mood and tone. Uh, it needed to be slow and drawn out and and a bit sleepy. Uh, but I wanted the length to have some significance too. So I researched and learned that on January 31st, the moon will come within exactly 223,068 miles from Earth. Uh, so I, I turned that number into the length of the song, which is 2 minutes, 23 seconds, and uh, 0.068 milliseconds. So um, the length of the song will be a representation of uh, how close the moon gets to the Earth. So before a single note was written, I knew that I wanted this piece of music to fit into that length. And um, it was sort of like me choosing the size of my canvas. So that was kind of a fun limitation to uh, start this song on. And as I was playing around with ideas on the piano, I stumbled into a melody that I just, I really liked. And it sort of just felt right for this. And so that became the foundation of the song. Uh, it, it felt like nighttime to me for some reason, and, and it had the right emotion that I was trying to find for this. So I, I, I wanted to make the tone uh, and the melody sound like moonlight somehow, uh, gentle blue, but giving the distinct feeling of night. So every sound I chose to record needed to somehow sound like moonlight. Uh, so every instrument I added, I asked myself, does this sound like moonlight? Which is uh, definitely a totally silly question because nothing actually sounds like moonlight. <laughs> it's something that 
that you see. So it, it's more about trying to find what sounds could give the, the, the same feeling uh, that the visual of moonlight can can give you. Uh, in any case, it was it was a really fun challenge. Um, so then I wrote layers of chords that I felt gave the melody motion and kind of gave the song its shape. So I tried to practice as much restraint as possible in the in the production and in every layer that I added to this song. Um, I, I wanted it to feel as calm and gentle as possible. Uh, and so it's usually not a goal of mine to try to put people to sleep with my music, though probably it feels that way. <laughs> for, for this piece, I really wanted it to be, um, I don't know, it's, it's a song about the moon doing beautiful moon stuff. So uh, it felt right to keep this really, really sparse in the dynamics. I wanted it to, to feel like the feeling uh, you get when you, when you see the moon. It's, it's a symbol of rest and, um, and, and constants. So as the chords took shape, I kept getting the feeling of deep breathing, uh, and I'm sure that connects to the the intention of making this as, as restful and gentle as possible of a song. Um, it probably is also tied to, uh, uh, at the beginning of this year, one thing that I wanted to um, do more of was, um, I, ha I love this app called Headspace, and it's uh, these guided meditations that are about 10 minutes long. Um, and one of the main things that you do is you you notice your breathing and you pay attention to it and um and so uh, as i as i've been doing that this year and have been so enjoying trying to carve out space to just breathe every once in a while um it felt it felt like the right direction to go with uh, with these chords i wanted them to breathe so you'll notice that most of the chords kind of fade in and then they fade out like breath And as that idea arrived, I knew I wanted cello. Uh, so I, I called my dear friend, Sharon Gerber, who I've mentioned several times before in this podcast and, and elsewhere, uh, as she is truly one of my favorite people and frequent collaborators. So in 2016, I wrote a little film score for a, a really wonderful organization called Charity Water. Uh, they were kind enough to invite me to to write the music for their their beautiful anniversary film. And uh, as I was writing it, I kept singing these like these these melodies on top of each uh, kind of piece of score. But it didn't feel like this like falsetto vocal melody vibe was the was the right feeling for for what I was writing. So um, I called Sharon and asked if she'd be up for kind of like this this strange type of collaboration where I, I sing cello parts and then I send these these vocal cellos to her where she uh, sings the melodies with her cello. <laughs> so um, so basically I'm just singing cello parts and, and she makes them real. And I just so love this process as it made me think about the melodies I was writing a little bit differently and and the, and the approach to writing this entire project was, was just really fun and 
felt really new to me. So um, for this piece of music, the the Super Blue Blood Moon uh, score, I, I I just wanted to bring that idea back into the mix as I was as I was playing with different melodies. And so I sent Sharon a few more of my vocal cellos <laughs> for for this new piece of music uh, that I wanted her to play on her real cello. Uh, and and to illustrate what I'm talking about here, here's part of the original vocal cello that I sent to Sharon. Here is what Sharon sent back to me. Gosh, I love her playing so much. Seriously, I I could literally listen to her play Happy Birthday on the cello forever. And I would have constant streams of tears down my face. Uh, Huge thanks to Sharon for another gorgeous set of performances. Uh, I, that's how all of these cellos on this song came to be. I, I sent her a bunch of different mouth cellos <laughs> and they were turned into real beautiful cellos. Uh, so again, huge thanks to Sharon for transforming my, my silly vocal cellos into the, the most gorgeous cellos I can imagine. As I learned more and more about each of these unique moon events, I kept coming across all these different articles and videos that would detail the, uh, the effects that the moon has on the earth and, and life here on earth. Uh, and how it affects the tides and the insects. Um, and in fact, I actually have a, a really vivid memory of um, the total solar eclipse that happened back in August last year um, that I had the, the privilege of witnessing, and I hope you did too. Um, where right when the moon entirely covered the sun, so right at the beginning of totality, um, there was like this roar of insect noise that poured into the environment. It was really, really immediate too. It was like one of the most surreal experiences as a whole, but that was one of the one of the things that I noticed right away. So in this song, I knew that I wanted to at least nod to these, these parts of the earth that are affected by the moon. So the insects are represented by um, the synth sound that I liked a lot and definitely just had like an insect vibe to me. And if you listen throughout, you'll hear plenty of ocean and tide sounds weaving in and out of the melodies, which I also feel like kind of closely and deeply connects to uh, to the idea of this deep breathing in the song, as the as I, I kind of always look at the the waves as as the ocean breathing. And of course, I've also included some howling wolves because, you know, no full moon would be complete without a, without a stereotypical howling wolf. <laughs> and I have included a little history too. So deep beneath the sounds of the song, you can hear JFK's We Choose to Go to the Moon speech. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. And even Mission Control's countdown for NASA's Apollo 11 is, uh, is hidden deep within the fabric of this song. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes. So I had a ton of fun weaving these little hidden moon nods into this song. Uh, so it's fun to get a chance to detail them for you. 
And lastly, uh, and you may or may not have noticed this, but um, the song begins in mono, uh, meaning that the left and the right ear are playing back the exact same thing. So as a point of reference, every song currently made right now essentially is is in stereo, which is the opposite of mono, meaning that you will hear slightly different things going on in the left ear versus the right ear, uh, depending on how they mixed it. And so um, what happens in the song is it starts in mono. and then slowly branches out into stereo. So by the time the song ends, you will, uh, you will be in full stereo. I did this was because as I was thinking about it the moon is this singular object so I really like the idea of starting with a singular mono mix and as the viewer kind of gets lost in the experience of, uh, of something like a, a super blue blood moon um, I would imagine the, the heart of the viewer opening up a little bit and and so I just really like the idea of, of, of playing around with dimension in this song uh, I'm hoping that the experience of a super blue blood moon is a, a transcendent one and so I was trying to kind of recreate a little bit of that feeling into uh, into the idea of starting in mono and branching out into stereo. So that's about it. I hope you enjoy this new little piece of music, um, and I hope it, it feels worthy of uh, of joining the the other astronomy songs that I'm working on. There will be many more throughout the rest of this year, and I'm really really excited to uh, continue writing songs inspired by um, the what the universe is doing above us. And, and I guess below us. Uh, and if you plan on looking up the moon on January 31st, I hope that you will consider letting this be a part of the backdrop of that experience. Um, I'm going to be so excited to watch this event myself. And um, I hope that wherever you are, you will get to observe it as well. Uh, so happy 2018. Here is to an absolutely wonderful year. I, I so hope that this one is just a really great one for you. Um, as I mentioned, Enneagram 3 is coming up very, very soon. And if you are an Atlas subscriber, it should already be out right now in your inbox. So I hope that you are enjoying that. Um, and if you aren't a subscriber, you can subscribe now and we'll get uh, the song early. But the official release date for Enneagram Type 3, uh, the song, will, uh, will be February 12th. So I cannot wait to talk to you more about it. Um, writing these Enneagram songs has been one of my favorite uh, creative and um, educational experiences I've ever had. Like I feel like I'm learning so much about uh, the, the inner workings and the wiring of, uh, of people I love most, but especially um, I'm learning a whole lot about myself uh, as I'm trying so hard to, to honor and um, write redemptive stories of, of each of the nine Enneagram types. Um, I think I've mentioned it before and I will keep mentioning it, but the, the heart and the goal behind these upcoming Enneagram songs and the ones that are out already is that I want there to be nine redemptive stories that are worthy of the nine uh, unique Enneagram types. So I'm so excited to share three with you so soon. Um, and uh, thank you so much for again for your patience. And thank you for listening to this. I, I, I'm so honored that you uh, continue to, I'm so honored that you continue to listen to uh, the stuff that I'm making. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, one last time here is January 31, 2018, Super Blue Blood Moon.